0: Welcome to the Smith & Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. Ladies and gentlemen, your day is about to get brighter because the Smith & Rowland Podcast is now on here. I would would like to introduce to you the greatest theologian and the greatest... Orator I have ever known, but Somebody. I can't do that because Alan Smith's going to replace him. So I give to you,
1: Alan Smith. <laughs> I, I, I man and you. Come on, brother, bring it on. <laughs> I assume you wanted me to say that was really <laughs> you, and I would have to agree. I mean, I believe your commentary on you. Uh, I mean, that's just the kind of man I am. Very yeah. giving, a yeah, man full of it. grace and understanding. Yeah. That be your partner in crime, bro We got a we got an article. I don't like it. But it's still reality. I would love to talk about Tiptoe Through the Tulips or Tiny Tim.
0: I remember him. But
1: there's. I don't know. But this is how we get a bad name, Jeff. People think we talk about the end of the world and stuff like that all the time. It gives us a bad name and we're I know we're all gonna I know one day we're gonna die, but all the rest of these days we're not.
0: Yeah, that's right, we're not. And, that's uh, Snoopy's wisdom and it's good uh, wisdom. And yeah.
1: I realize that, but the name of this article, Jeff, is why are leaders all over the world warning that World War III is very close. I'm not so sure how you know it started, uh, but anyway.
0: Yeah. That you stole my thunder because it no, basically already happened. It already has started. World War Mm III has been here for some time. It's been building over the last several decades, but we are in it. When do you you think it
1: actually started? When would you say it?
0: I would almost say, and I think you could almost build a historical case as well as a biblical case that it started with the Russia-Ukraine incident. When that war started, it was like the walls were broken down of what was probably thought before but now everything everything's being said openly. And to think that we're not involved in it, number one, we're aiding the Ukrainians with multiple billions of dollars worth of weapons to fight in that war. We're, of course, sending aid to israel which i'm for but did you know that 151 attacks so far through iraq and syria on u.s forces 151 attacks has been levied against us so to say that we're not a part of this war is insane it's ludicrous you know that's i think that the war actually began with the russia ukraine incident
1: I can see that. I can and honestly. Even from a,
0: yeah, even from a biblical standpoint, you've got the old Roman empire that broke off into that eastern leg that, you know, you, if you date it back to the Byzantine empire and then all that went on right there in the heart of Ukraine, it's almost like Daniel's prophecy of the 70th week is beginning to take shape and the world's scene is getting set for that and for the rule of the Antichrist. And that happens during, I believe, would almost have to happen through conflict. I think that the covenant that the Antichrist makes with Israel and many other nations has to be around war because Revelation 6 shows him with a weapon with no ammunition. So I think he comes during wartime, but not with military machinery. He comes through diplomacy. And what would be his policy and his diplomacy? It would have to be to set a peace strategy in place between other nations of the world and Israel. Well, ultimately, with China wanting to invade Taiwan, with Russia wanting to make their march not just against the Ukraine, but all through Europe, with all of these things going on that is involving the nations of the world, we cannot be blind to the fact that the eyes of the world and even those other wars around the world is tied to Israel. It's all mm-hmm. tied to God's land. I do believe that that is World War Three.
1: Well, I have to believe too, Jeff, that China's got something to do with it. I can feel it in my bones. That's one thing I can say, but no yep. doubt the Ukraine, I mean, to say that Ukraine's at war with Russia, I get it, but it's really and truly U.S. is at war with Russia because we're the one that's supplying everything. And I mean, I think we're supplying everything, but they're bubblegum and probably even more than that. So technically you got a war between the U.S. and Russia, Exactly. in all honesty, but then you got China in the mix. And now let me share this China. China. China is fixing to come up on the scene here of World War III and we also know that China played a part in World War II. They were more of our allies, my understanding, World War II. That's where Doolittle's ditched his plane you know we they bombed japan bombed pearl harbor and when we retaliated in three or four months time we were dropping bombs on tokyo most people don't even know of that rate and the reason we did it was just to say we can do it but then our planes flew on over and we ditched them in china and they helped us out but china's coming forth now as a world power and jeff i mean it looks like to me i mean it's just like donald trump where the democrats are trying to keep donald trump in court so he can't pay attention to his mess and they're trying to keep him in court instead of him running for president and they're trying to keep him busy well that's just a tactic of war and so what if the united states china's trying to keep us busy in ukraine now israel so they could attack taiwan well, because yeah, that's, we know,
0: that's, that's coming.
1: You know, how many fronts can the U.S. How many ships? I mean, you're you know, you're talking a half a world apart. So, how scattered can you get? And I know the United States pretty is you know, we think we're a big dog, but you can't get. But how many wars on well, how many fronts can you get? Is my point, and you know that. Yeah, and still well, maintain had, any effectiveness in Taiwan. Yeah,
0: that's right. According to this article, Taiwan just went through a an election that didn't go in the way that China. Won. Wow. Okay. So right. the, well, that's going, going to that? The this involvement of China Into the process Also okay. now Revelation 16 is plain That the river Euphrates Has to be dried up For the kings of the east to come That's mm-hmm. a reference to China That That's already taken place The river Euphrates Is dried up now gotcha. And places enough To get a military force through it So um, all of those things Are lined up Now it's just interesting Millions and millions Of farmland acreage In America Has now been bought by China And is owned by foreign entities. This farmland is right next to military installations in America. So you've got all of that playing out that goes into the framework of where we are globally. You got wars everywhere. Well, Jesus said that there'd be wars and rumors of wars. We're seeing that. And the intensity of that is going to build because the conflict between Russia and Ukraine and people are going to think that this is stupid. But the conflict between Russia and Ukraine, between China and Taiwan, still is connected to the land of Israel. It always mm-hmm. has been. It, it always it will be. And that's the spiritual, the overriding spiritual power of that. The election that we face this year in America will, in many ways, affect the either the delaying process of World War III or The hastening process of World War III, it will have to affect that. And now that we have been attacked over 150 times, U.S. installations and U.S. machinery has been targeted in the Middle East, we're drawn into this conflict whether we want to be or not. So the, our no election process is going to come into play as well. So on Monday, British defense minister Great Grant Shops warned that we are now in a pre-war world right. and that Western powers could soon find themselves fighting Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea. Wow. So that's what they're expecting. That was a comment mm-hmm. from the British defense minister. So world mm-hmm. leaders are now, they understand, I think, or at least there's some understanding that we are in World War Three posture. And yeah, I he said we were in a, a
1: pre-war world I'm seeing here. So he goes on to say I was stunned to the writer of the article that he was willing to give the public such an honest assessment.
0: Yeah, the paragraph above that, Alan, is actually his quote. He said, Now is the mm-hmm. time for all allies and democratic nations across the world to make sure that their defense spending is growing because mm-hmm. as discussed, the era of the peace dividend is over. In five mm-hmm. years' time, we could be looking at multiple theaters, including Russia, China, Iran, and mm-hmm. North Korea. We find ourselves mm-hmm. at the the." The dawn of this new era, the Berlin Wall, a distant memory, but we have come full circle, moving from a post-war to a pre-World War world. An age of Mm -hmm. idealism has been replaced by a period of hard-headed realism. That's a pretty stern warning from the British defense minister. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So I don't know that this can be avoided, but I do know that the American, I do believe this, Alan, and I'd love for you to comment on this. The American election cycle this year, I think, is either going to delay or hasten concerning this war posture from the world. I think our election well, is going to be pivotal.
1: Well, there's no doubt. Well, if I, if we are in this situation, I'd rather have Trump at the helm as I had Biden just between me and you, or Haley. I mean, yeah. Nikki Haley. I mean, like, come on. Listen, I'd, okay.
0: I'd rather have my cousin as president than Joe Biden. In yeah, or even your son-in-law. I don't know that I'd go quite that far. Yeah, you would. You would. Of course, we could show a picture of Chad to the rest of the world, and that wouldn't bring peace, but it would at least get us started into this war situation.
1: Listen, this article goes on to say, to answer your question that you asked me, what did I think about it, it? Just so happens the article goes kind of into that. A question that you just asked, it says U.S. officials are issuing similar warnings. Here's one example. It says a source inside the Pentagon has warned Daily Express U.S., that we are on the brink of World War III amid surging conflict in the Middle East sparked largely by Iran. The source inside the Pentagon that issued this rather ominous warning is a man named Nicholas Drummond, and he claims that the current war in the Middle East could literally result in the end of Iran. Defense expert Nicholas Drummond echoed concerns that the conflict in the Middle East could potentially escalate, but warned that if Iran directly attacked Israel, the ensuing war would be the end of Iran. So exactly mm-hmm. what sort of weapons would be required to bring the end of Iran? You might want to reflect on that for a moment, Mr. Rowan. Yeah,
0: we, we need to reflect on that. What he's talking about here is nuclear conflict nuclear Mm -hmm. exchange. And I think we're getting close to that. And here's the thing right now, the Houthis that is attacking our interests there. And again, I don't think you can repeat this enough where people can understand. We've been attacked 151 times. In the Middle East, our soldiers, wow. our military sites, our intelligence gathering sites has been bombed a hundred and fifty one time. I don't know how many times you got to get punched in the nose before wow. you stand up and throw punch back, but nonetheless, yeah, yeah. right now we're fighting the symptoms. The Houthis is just a symptom. Hamas is just a symptom. Hezbollah is just a symptom. They're being backed by Iran. Everyone Mm -hmm. knows that. You don't even have to doubt that. They get all their funding from Iran. They get reinforcements of people from Iran. Everything is dictated by Iran. Iran is the one that gave the go-ahead for the attack on October the 7th from Gaza to Israel. Everything dates back to Iran. Iran has said that they will not be satisfied Until Israel is wiped off the map, The the same way they have said death to America, they're saying death to Israel. So all of that is already at play. The long and short of it, Alan, is that now even liberal, progressive American leaders are saying that the only way out of this is to spell the end of Iran. If you get to that point and you get a Donald Trump in office, it is very possible that nuclear exchanges could be on the horizon. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So there we are. Well, it
1: goes on here. We have even a quote here from Trump. It says, not too long ago, Trump publicly warned a crowd in Iowa that we're very close to World War III. I don't know if you feel it. I don't know, Madam Attorney General, if you feel it, but we're very close to World War III when you see these discussions taking place, he says. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, we kind of like Trump because he gave us good economics and no war. If Trump goes in this next time, you really wonder if he'll be able to say that. Also seeing where, old oh, Putin and Ukrainian president there, Selensky, told they're trying to take Trump up on his thing, saying he could end the war in a day. They're mm. telling him to come on over and end it. But he can't because he's got to have the backing of USA military to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're leaving out one little important thing there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, one, I, is, that, and that's uh, the reason I say that our, our elections are paramount in this situation. And policy coming out of these elections is going to be paramount in this situation. So we got, listen, to say that we need to pray for this year's election cycle is an understatement. I would almost say we need to do a whole lot more than just pray. I agree. We're going to have to engage at a high level. We're going to have to make sure that the Holy Spirit of God is breathing on us when it comes time to vote. I would even say this, don't vote Based off of opinion or appearance, but vote based off of the leadership of the Holy Spirit in this election cycle because it is that we're living in the most dangerous time in the history of the world right now. And we need to it,
1: it is. And I hate to say it's the most exciting time. It sure is because, for me. I'll tell because you that. some things have got to change. You can't keep heading down this road of destruction no. and not believe you're going to be destroyed. If God could somehow, he might even give us a premature destruction of some type, it would be his grace and mercy trying to jerk a knot in our hard heads of what's actually going on and what's happening with, you know, it all boils down to, Jeff, really the morality of the United States. So as the morality continues to falter, to think that that's going, I know a lot of people think that we can let the world run the world. And then those Christians will just kind of get along where we're in the kingdom of God that's not in this world yet. And so we can just kind of float around on the world. And the truth is a lot of Christians embrace worldly tactics, you know, and and think for the most part, everybody think, well, it's all going to be all right. It ain't going to really make a difference. And not understanding that you can't do wrong things and get a good harvest. It just doesn't work that way. Nonetheless, I think we're in a, I think we are where we are. That's all. Yeah, I think we yeah. are where we, we are, are. And real. and we're needing some great men. They're about all dead. And me and you aren't feeling too good. So No, we're uh, not feeling real hot have, at all. Hey, All the great men are dead and we're not feeling too good. But anyway, I do sense this, though, Jeff. I'm not saying it'll be enough to turn the tide, but the Lord would be, it would somewhat be out of his character if he doesn't raise up prophets in the land to speak yeah. forth the will of God. So I'm looking for the... God to raise up men and women of God yeah. to be prophets and prophetists, if you will, at yeah. this little male, and to speak forth the will of God to this and to this corrupt mm-hmm. world. It's I mean, it's been corrupt, but anyway, I'm looking for a raising up. And I know a lot of people don't brace revival. You know, they a lot of people poo-poo me and you because, and our problem is, we've been ruined because we've seen God do more than five minutes in revival than we have in man in 50 years.
0: That's exactly right. So we're still holding
1: out for the revival. And I, you know, I'm doing a teaching on the book of Acts, Jeff, and I've used some scripture there where it's very interesting to me. And that goes along with what we're actually saying here, Jeff, but he uses some scripture on what we're in the book of Acts. I think there's a, how can I say it, a huge encouragement of the word of God. What do we do during this day? In other words, I feel like our army is growing slim (laughs) instead of, uh, if you know what I'm saying, it seems like we're losing you know, great warriors, great leaders in our, in the kingdom of God, in the church, if you will, in the, that we're living in, it seems like they're falling by the wayside. And you have to ask yourself, why, Jeff? Yeah. You know, what's actually, what's going on here? Why is this, why do we find this happening? And I submit to you that I think that there's a, uh, We look for revival, you and I do, of course, and uh, we're that type of mindset. But what does revival look like? Well, be honest with you, Jeff, back in the day when we actually had revival, the thing that was paramount was the preaching of the Word of God. And for some reason, being known to us, You know, a lot of people are looking for the, how can we change America? How can we change this world, you know, that we're living in? Nonetheless, I I personally think, Jeff, that it's as the church returns back, if you will, to the preaching of the word of God. I personally believe that we could see a change. I think the reason it's going downhill the way it is, is because it's very obvious that the word of God is not being preached.
0: I would agree with that. I would also say this. What we see in the physical world is a mere reflection of what's going on spiritually. I believe that in America, from a spiritual point of view, I think we're being invaded by other doctrines, false doctrines. And deception, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. like we're being invaded at the southern border with so many people that wish harm on Americans and American interests. They're not here. Not all of those people coming in the southern border are coming for asylum. Many of them are. But interwoven in the mix of that is people that wish harm on America and that are here to do harm. Spiritually Mm -hmm. speaking, it's much the same way. Cloaked Mm -hmm. in compassion and mercy is the weakening of our message that's produced a weak church therefore we have a weak nation scripturally and morally and we're not having the effect on the world that we should have i do believe that that's what's happening what we're seeing in the physical world is a mere reflection of things of the spirit so we can Mm -hmm. say you know whatever we want to say about that but that's where we are and if if we're wondering why we're at the dawn of world war three i believe that's why we're there
1: I think the church loses the word of God in the house of God. Just like it mm-hmm. says so in the too. scripture. Let me read Acts 6, 7 to you, Jeff. Acts 6, 7 said, now watch the pay attention of these words. And the word of God increased. This yeah. is Acts 6-7. And the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. So as the word of God increased, then the number increased, is my point. And then it says in Acts 12-24, but the word of God grew and multiplied. And then he, let me. I'll just give you one more scripture in uh, Acts nineteen twenty. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. So your whole thing through the word of the book of Acts and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and the whole deal is hinged on, Jeff. People want to say, well, we need Acts chapter 2. We need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Well, here's the problem. We've already got the outpouring of the Holy
0: Spirit. That's right. It's but already it's, here. But the,
1: it's already here, but the Holy Spirit doesn't bring testimony in itself. What the churches actually did, what Paul actually said, listen, preach the word of God. That's right. And when you preach the word of God, all of this other happens. It grows. The churches will grow. The country will grow. So I submit to you, Jeff, I think it's what's happened in the United States and the world is we've quit preaching truly the word of God. We've got into social sciences and psychology and trying trying to appease people, not offend well, Lord mm-hmm. Jesus help us all yeah, Not offend right. somebody The word of God is created to offend us And uh, exactly. so anyway That's that's what I'm thinking But Jeff we're running out of time You got about a minute here Can you give me a wrap up on such well, Of this conversation
0: Yes I will wrap it up I will say this You have heard the eloquence and brilliance From Alan Smith today huh. As he huh. has led us <laughs> in paths of light And in paths of enlightenment And I would say that it has been Anointed of the Holy Spirit, if you've listened closely to his words. Now, as we go off, I will also tell you that You're I'm terrible. the one that gave him those words.
1: <laughs> you are absolutely terrible. I like your intros better than your outros. <laughs> All right, Roland. Say bye, buddy. I'll see you. Okay, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowland Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowlandshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.